Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we, Jillian and Morgan, review a romance book, drink something yummy, laugh our asses off, and rant about what we loved, what we didn't, and of course, talk about hot, smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We would like to note that this is an explicit podcast where we may talk about many taboo topics that include explicit sex scenes, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. Hi, welcome back to the Smut Hive. Hey there. Hi, Morgan. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm well. How are you? I'm tired. Yeah? Yeah. I feel that. I've just been reading a lot, which is fun. Mm -hmm. Enjoying some sunshine, doing a lot of reading. But I feel like the whole big, like, project list that I had, like, I took a couple. Mm -hmm. I took a break. Yeah. A couple days, and I've just read a bunch of stuff. But Mm -hmm. I'm sleepy. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. We read a book. We did. Did you like it? I'm still on the fence. I mean, I think most, for the most part, I did. Yeah. There were just a couple things that, like, irritated me a bit. Same. Same. um, So we read Hate Me by by Ashley Ashley Jade. Jade. This is part of the, this is considered a dark bully romance. Yes. Um, Right off the bat with this book, um, you you meet Aspen, the main girl, when she's young. Ninth grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn that her dad is dropping her off at school, Black Mountain Academy. It's like this prestigious, expensive private school. Mm-hmm. And her dad is like, this is the best place for you. I'm doing this for you. And she, A, doesn't understand how they're affording it because they're constantly up and down with money. And she's choosing to trust her dad. Yeah. But he's shady. She knows he's shady. Yeah. And you know, as a reader, like something's not right. Right. Um, and then he mentions that his best friend, uh, Leo, Leo mm-hmm. um, has a nephew that goes to this academy and that I hope you can be friends. Right. But she met him once already when they were little kids and he was a fucking psycho. And she was like, yeah, I don't think that's going to be likely. Right. Um, I will say that the initial bullying uh, in this book was very triggering for me um, as a reader because I, uh, if you don't know, I'm a ginger. Mm -hmm. Um, And the phrases and how he bullied her, uh, are real real life for redheads yeah it's a very normal um we've heard it a thousand times kind of bullying stuff so as i was reading it it was like super cringy for me because it was like a little bit triggering Mm -hmm. um personally uh but not the first triggering uh weird creepy thing in this book there's quite a few yeah so I guess let's just get into it. Yeah. So they're going to school together. Yes. So the guy, his name is, well, like Knox yeah. is what she calls him, but his name is Trenton. Knox yeah. is his last name. And he's pretty much your typical badass psychopath. Yeah. Um, and she's just trying to steer clear of him. Right. So you get flashes of her in like ninth, 10th and 11th grade, like little chapters. And basically throughout this entire time, Knox basically tortures her and she's like an outcast at school because he tells people like, you can't be friends with her. Right. You can't talk to her, but she's cool with all of that because she's just going to keep her head down. She's getting good grades. She's trying to earn scholarships right. because she knows her, she, her parents are fucking yeah. shady and can't really take care of her. Right. So she's going to have to take care of yeah. herself. 
Now that the school, the the students of the school also try and stay out of Knox's way because yes. they think that he, there's a rumor that he killed his own mother yep. and he got placed into an institution and he's a psychopath. And so everyone just kind of like steers clear of him. Right. He runs the school. Yeah. 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 Everybody does what he says. Yeah. Um, I think it's like 10th grade. Um, she describes it's her first kiss. He lures her like into a storage closet or whatever. And he like does all the moves and she, it's her first kiss mm -hmm. and no one pays attention to her. So she's like all about it. And unfortunately at that point, like he turns on her I yeah. mean, he kisses her, but then he turns yeah. on her and he like opens up the door and all these guys are standing out there and he's like, yep, the carpet matches the drapes, but she smells like tuna. And like, so she's mortified. Ugh, Absolutely girl. mortified. Yeah. So yeah, all the bullying, typical high yeah. school bullying bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Now we're at 11th grade. Her dad died. Yeah. He was murdered because again, fucking shady. Mm -hmm. And she has to see her mom like slutting it up at the funeral. So there's this very like uncomfortably clingy type relationship with Leo, who was her dad's best friend and a 17 year old, right. 16, 17 right. year old, uh, aspect. Like he's very much like your dad would want me to protect you, like take care of you, take care of you, and I'm rub between your shoulder blades it's on weird. your back and uh, yeah. Bleh. It's very when you're reading it, it's very creepy. Right. So Knox's dad is Leo's brother, Trent. Yeah. And that he's also with the FBI. And Trent is like talking to the mom at the funeral. You learn really quickly that her mom is a garbage human being. She's, She's not rush. a good mother. She only cares about herself. She is at the funeral, basically trying to find another husband that has money right. because she just can't be bothered. Yeah. So you learn that their relationship is not a relationship. They have a very strained family life. And she pretty much walks up to her mom and is like, why are you being a big old slut? Right. Everyone's like, excuse me. Don't embarrass me in front right. of your future stepdad. Right. Like, it's gross it's ridiculous and repulsive. It is. Yeah. But you do find out, and this is, I was so cringy, but you do find out like, oh, First of all, Knox kind of corners her at the funeral mm -hmm. and he was like, and she was like, what? He's staring at her and she's like, yeah. what, what? And he's like, I just wanted to see you cry and like walked away like a true fucking prick. And she's like, I don't have time for this. And she's right. about to have a breakdown. Yeah. And somehow that meant her and Leo fucking. He's 48. She was like 17. And like his wife, he's still married. His wife is like six. She has like ALS or something. And you learn that they're fucking because Max catches them. Yeah, he knows. In the car. He knows. Yeah. He doesn't really use it yet. Yeah. Uh, but he just stands outside the car and, like, watches them fuck. And it's so gross because, obviously, he's, like... That's his uncle. Right. And she's very... I feel like Aspen is a very, like, sexual person. So she likes sex and she likes to have it all the time. Uh, but when you choose a man that's 48, uh, he can't get it up repeatedly. So, like, numerous times in this book, she's like, let's go again. Let's go again. And he's like, mm, I can't. Yeah. I'm sorry. Bye. Well, you find out later on in the book, like, right after the dad's funeral, this is where he she loses her virginity. Yeah. So, at first, I think she was like, okay, he really knows what he's doing. But then she figures out yeah. this isn't, this ain't this isn't great. Yeah. Whatever. So you go to senior year. So now you know she's like 18. Okay. Everything really much takes place this senior yep. year. And here's where you are in Aspen's life. Her mom, Eileen, did marry Knox's dad, Trent. 
They now live in a great old house. Knox mm-hmm. is now officially her stepbro. Trent is like red flag bad. Creepy as fuck. Creepy as fuck. I didn't know at this point in the book if he was going to try to like fuck Aspen or That's if he I... was going to beat her. Right. Because you can tell there's a real strained crazy mm-hmm. relationship that's possibly violent between Trent and Knox. Yes. So I kind of started to feel bad for Knox, even though everything you know about him is he's a pure right. legitimate yep. prick. But I was like, oh, I think your daddy beats you. Like he is to call his dad, sir. And yeah. like he follows his orders. And you know, when Knox isn't someone that does that. So when he does that with his dad, you're like, oh, yeah, something's not right. And the dad always wants them to like eat breakfast and dinner as yeah. a family. And he always refers to Aspen like this is your sister. Yeah. They're step related. Right. But they hate hate each other. Yeah. But he's like, this is your sister. You're now responsible for taking care of her. So now Knox has to drive her like to and from school or he gets the wrath of his dad. And I think Aspen is very aware that their relationship is strained. So he's, he rubs her the wrong way. Right. There is one scene that I do want to talk about where she starts baking cupcakes yeah. And the dad like storms in and like freaks the fuck out and is like, sweets aren't to be made in this home. Like we don't eat those here. And I think this is the first scene where she was like, what the actual fuck is happening here? Yeah. Because so, he's like, we don't yeah. eat sweets. And she's like, well then don't fucking eat right. one. But I still made them. And he throws a huge fucking And he thing. throws them all in the garbage. Yeah. And she looks to her mom to like, hello, like back me up here. And she just is like, let's follow the rules and you know her mom reminds me of like a like step for wife yeah yeah except she's such a shitty fucking mom yeah and then uh Knox goes out to the garbage and he you learn he's never had a cupcake in his whole life right so he like eats takes one and like takes a bite of it and would never tell her this but is like obsessed with this cupcake yeah because them living in the house, he's still treating her like shit. Oh, yeah. And he's calling her stray. Yeah. That's what he called her. I hate that, by the way. It was I, mean. I hated it. And, uh, oh, and the dad makes him, uh, Knox take her to school. Yeah. So they have to ride to school every All the day. time. So where you are with Aspen is you start to learn she's got all these secrets, right? Yeah. So she's applied for colleges. She's waiting to hear back if she's getting it because it's close to graduate. Like, mm-hmm. that's happening. But... She's stripping at the bashful beaver. That's what they call it. She's stripping in secret. So my understanding is she wears like Mardi Gras masks or whatever. And like, that's her shtick. Yeah. But she does strip and he knows it. And Knox knows that she is working. She doesn't know he knows yet. Right. And he's not yet held it against her. But you can tell like he's gathering this information to like use for later on. Yeah. Um, she is still fucking Leo. Leo is fucking 48. She and, is 18. Yeah. Leo does not know that she is a stripper, but she no. refuses to take any money from Leo. So this is why she's stripping for money only. Right. Yeah. It's like she, she saved this money and I don't know, she had like $10,000, but her deal was, is that she was doing all of this to save money because she knew her mom and Trent probably weren't going to be able to provide her any. Yeah. And the scholarship would require her to go to school full time. So wherever she ended up for college, she wanted to be able to support herself so she could right. go to school. 
So great, you know, whatever. We well, find out later on her mom steals the money from her. She doesn't have the I money I would have punched anymore. that bitch in the face. Yeah, it was straight abs- up. absolutely fucking ridiculous. For a party, yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. For the club. Ugh. Whatever. Anyway, so again, we know, we talked about Knox. He knows her secrets. Yeah. And you're just waiting to see how he's going to use them against her. So you do have this book is the dual point of view. Yeah. So we do get a little bit from him, but not a whole lot. Because... He goes through these, like, periods of time where he will just ignore her. Like, she will literally be in the car asking him questions that he doesn't answer. He yeah. just grunts or something. Or he constantly is in her face giving yeah. her hell. So you don't know which way it's going to go. You right. know he's supposed to be a love interest. Yeah. But you're trying to figure out how is it going to get there. Yeah. Because right now the hate is real, yo. Real, real. Real. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway. Um... Knox has a side hoe or his girlfriend, whatever you want to call it. Her name is Shadow. She's like a goth chick Mm -hmm. and she hates Aspen and Aspen hates her. Yeah. But they have to see each other. Like Aspen will go out to the car because, you know, he's supposed to take her home. And she's like, Shadow's like blowing him in the car. And just like, yeah, I think there she watched and Knox could see her in the mirror Mm -hmm. watching. So he made Shadow like get the fuck out like mid whatever. And she was like, you're an asshole, whatever. Yeah. And then there's also like a stripper called Candy Cane who's Mm -hmm. like mean to Aspen. So Knox like rushes up against Candy Cane and fucks her too. And all of a sudden though, these girls show up missing and then later on they're dead. Right. Aspen thinks in the back of her mind, Knox could have done it because he's a legit fucking psychopath. Right. Yep, there's, um, so obviously, like, Candy Cane is the first one that's up missing. Right. Um, and then they find a body, and then they find out it's her, and when um, Aspen sees it, she's like, oh my god, that's Candy Cane. Yeah. Uh, and she tells her friend, what's her name, Olivia? I don't or something. what her friend's name was. Um, and immediately she's like, Knox did it. Knox did it. And as a reader, you know that Knox just fucked Candy Kane. Mm-hmm. So as a reader, you're like kind of wondering. Yeah. Um, and then Shadow comes up missing. And this was directly after um Aspen runs into her after she has a fight with Knox at their house. Yeah. And then she comes up missing. And then there's a whole bullying situation with two girls. The mean girls. The mean girls. There's always mean girls. Yeah. So essentially what ends up happening is they invite her out to go to this party. Mm-hmm. And immediately she's like, why are you talking to me? Right. She's on edge. Now, if this were me, I... First of all, these bitches don't like you. You know they don't like you. Why are you trying to go to a party with them? I would have told them to fuck right on off. Yeah. But she doesn't. She agrees to go to this party. um, And she gets there and she gets given a drink. And, of course, the drink is drugged. Right. Uh, Enter in a guy. I can't think of what his name is right now. Some jock guy. Yeah. Um, We'll call him Liam. I don't know if that's right, but anyway, Tyler, maybe something. Um, so he basically, she's drugged out. He's trying to fuck her. Mm -hmm. And I think like, she pukes on him. He's like putting his, trying to get his dick in her mouth and she pukes on him all the while. This is being recorded by the two mean girls. Yes. Then it gets released. Yep. 
But the mean girls cropped it, so you don't even know who the guy is. Right. You just see her right. sucking a dick, and yeah. yeah. So she's well. They they drop her off in their yard. Yeah. Like throw her in the ditch. They're like. We don't want to kill her or whatever because her stepdad's an FBI. Yeah. So we've got to like, we can't just leave her here. we got to take her yeah. home. So they drop her off in the ditch in front of her house and Knox finds her. Yeah. Brings her inside, cleans her up, puts her in his bed. Yeah. And then when she gets up in the morning, she finds out the video was released. Right. Um. Now at this point for me is when Knox becomes... A little redeeming. A little brutal. Well, brutal, but because he, I feel like now you're starting to realize that he's got feelings for Aspen because Mm he, he finds out who the guy is. Oh yeah. He literally beats the shit out of him Mm -hmm. and he does it for her. Yeah. And when she finds out about it, he's like, you're welcome. Like, this is, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. I did this for you. Well, doesn't he tell the guy, like, I won't smash your knee so you can still have your college career, but you have to suck my dick. Yeah. And this guy was like, no, I'm not doing it. And he's like, oh, not only are you going to do it, but I'm going to film it. Yeah. And And he says the same things in the video that they said to her in Mm -hmm. her video. And he smashes his shit anyway. Yeah. And then what does he get the girls to do? He lures the girls, them thinking that he was going to have a threesome with them. Yeah. And he makes them like eat each other out or something and he videos it. Right. And posts it. And posts it. Um, But then the girls go missing. Right. So again, the last scene of the people that are missing are with Max. Right. Now at this point, it's too, at this point, I'm like, no, Max didn't do it. Like, I don't, at this point, I'm not thinking Knox did it. I didn't think he did it. I thought it was possible with Candy Cane. Yeah. Then when it was Shadow, I was like, that doesn't seem right. Right. Because he's not really bothered by her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, unless it was a self-defense. Yeah. But she's the second in a a line of, you know, murders. And I'm like, okay, that's not right. And then with the girls, it's like, if he was going to kill them, he wouldn't have gone through the videoing them and right. luring them and all that stuff. He would have just fucking killed them. Right. So I didn't think yeah. he did it. And I don't think she thinks it either. Right. At this point. So now the party is being thrown that her mom stole all the money for. Right. And she decides, Aspen decides to shake shit up and wears a really skanky slutty dress to this party. Yes, yeah, she does. Which, get a girl. Uh-huh. Um, I don't, something goes down at the party. I don't remember exactly what it is. But she le- ends up leaving the party. Oh, no. Leo is like, meet me upstairs. Yeah. And at this point, she doesn't... I think she's starting to, like, get off the whole Leo train. Oh, for sure. But she's like, okay. Well, when she goes up to her room, Max is in there. Mm-hmm. So she locks the, do- the door. And they, like... Mm-hmm. They don't fuck yet. They don't fuck yet. But no. they kiss. And I think he... Probably, yeah. Goes down on her or something. I don't remember what it is. But they have sexual relations. Right. Um, All the while, Leo's knocking on the door, so we don't answer. He, obviously, it's not answered. But before Max leaves, he tells her, lock your door tonight. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck? However, in the middle of the night, she hears someone trying to break into her room. And she knows that it isn't Max. So 
who else could it be? It's Trent. It's Trent. His I think that she smarted off at the party to Trent. Oh, yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but Knox knows what his dad's capable yeah. of. And that's where you kind of get a little bit, too, from uh, a little bit of information from Knox. Is that he kind of flashes back to when his mom died. And you know that his dad killed mom. Right. And then blackmailed him, basically. Right. Like, he had... He had to, t- he had to take this. I don't remember how old he was, maybe seven or eight, yeah, something young. like that. Yeah. He had to, baby Knox had to take the knife in his hand and stab his mom in the heart or take his mom's mm-hmm. heart out or some shit so that his prints and everything would yeah. be on the knife and the dad kept the knife. And that's how he's been able to keep Knox, Knox in line, in line all this time. But Knox is now protecting Aspen. Right. And you can tell that there are some feelings there Yeah, and they do start to fuck. Yeah. And at first, it's kind of like your typical bully hate fuck mm-hmm. type thing. But then it gets really good. And yeah. there are feelings involved yeah. in it. I mean, yeah. he doesn't treat her like shit. Um, but he's like, you got to stop fucking my uncle. Right. And like, and she does. She I does. mean, she ends it. And Leo does not take it well. Because he's like, I'm in love with you. I need you. And she's like, sorry. Nope. Right. Like, she's very clear. She is like, very clear. This isn't going to work out. Yeah. Um, so there is one scene that I really, really want to talk about. So we're going to take a short break and then we'll be back. Okay, we're back. Yep. Okay, so Aspen finds this little kitten. Mm-hmm. And so she wants to keep it, but she can't keep it in the house because Trent is allergic to it. Right. Yeah. So Knox allows her to keep the kitten in his room in the basement. Right, which he acts, like, all put out about right. it, but... He, like, likes the kitten. He does. And it makes her happy. Yeah. yeah. So she's constantly, like, coming home and, like, cuddling with it and feeding it. She loves it. And uh, Knox comes home one day and finds the kitten dead. Yeah. Like, murdered. Like, like it's throat ripped Yeah. Up. It's super fucking gross. And... It's basically his dad. That's like, this is your warning. Yeah. And so he lies to Aspen and says that the cat ran away. Yeah. Super sad. I was totally cringed and grossed out by this scene. Yeah. Um, But they're still fucking. Yes. Well, and two, and I can't remember um, if it, if it was Leo that did this or if it was um Knox that found it but in his yard he found the fingers yeah of the four dead girls yeah so he was thinking motherfuckers about to set me up yeah for killing these girls yeah so he's deciding at this point I need an out yeah so um, Aspen doesn't know anything about it mm-hmm. she this is like prom time yeah. because she's part of the council or whatever and she wants him to go and he's like yeah I don't do shit like that and she's like but I thought you're my boyfriend he's like I don't do boyfriends yeah. either but I'm yours and you're mine and we're fucking whatever yeah. and the sex is good yeah the is. sex That's is hot. really hot um and I like Knox I really do yeah but okay so here's the plan here's what it ends up being so Aspen does go to her prom night um he she doesn't think she's mad at Knox and doesn't think that he really loves her or anything like that but he does show up to the dance but he's not like dressed in a suit no. or anything like he's in his like hoodie and yep. his jeans and whatever but, but I kind of love it he I made do the effort. He, he did make the effort. the effort and he like dances with her 
and kisses her. And then that's all weird because people at the school are like, well, first of all, that's your stepbrother. Yo, right. And you keep saying, stay away from my sister. Yeah. Uh, that's your stepbrother. And then you guys hate each other. So what the fuck is happening? So they make a big stir and then mm-hmm. they get horny. Yeah. So they decide to leave prom. So they go to this hotel. Um, or no, 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 no. He takes her to a, the bus stop. Oh, yeah. And he gives her money and a bag. And he's basically like, you got to get the fuck out of here and get a new identity. Yeah. Like, I think she was going to like New York or something. Yeah. And he was having somebody meet her there to get her into Canada with all new yep. passport, everything. And she's like, what's happening? And he was like, I'm about to kill them all. That's the only way we're going to be free. They're absolutely horrible. Like straight up, I'm killing your mother. Yep. You're, I'm killing my dad and I'm killing your mom. Yep. And I'm also killing Uncle Leo. Yep. And she was okay with it. Like, she was like, okay. She, she was down yep. with it because they've all done some yes. stuff. Um, he'll, then he said he'll meet her in Canada. Yeah. So she doesn't know um like she she goes along with what he says or whatever but she doesn't get on that fucking no. bus she waits for him to leave and she gets off the obviously bus. she checks into like you know a hotel or there's something that has to do with the hotel they do fuck in a hotel so they have somewhere to go back to and somebody yeah. witnessed seeing them yeah at this hotel well i think she knew what he was doing so she was trying to create an alibi for him yeah so she was yeah. Well, Something, my yeah. understanding is the way he described it is that he was going to have her mom like stage it to look like her mom was fucking Uncle Leo. Right. And that Trent's dad them. came yeah. in and saw it and killed him and then killed himself, yeah. like murder suicide yeah. thing. So, you know, carefully planned yeah. all these murders that yeah. have to go down for these really shitty fucking adults yeah. in these people's lives. Um, so anyway, so she gets there. Uh, or she gets to Leo's mm-hmm. and she already has Leo like by gun point by the time Knox gets there. Yeah. And Knox, I think, cares about his aunt, the one that's got yeah. the disease and she can't speak. Yeah. So they describe her like she's just sitting there and her eyes go wide and she like mm-hmm. looks with her eyes, but so she knows what's yeah. going on. And I think you have her blessing to kill yes. her shitty fucking yeah. husband. Because he's like, Where is where is he? Mm-hmm. And she like looks at the office. Mm-hmm. So he walks in and Aspen has a gun to his head. Yeah. So and then they, so he's like, fuck, you didn't get on the bus. And she's like, you're stuck with me. We're doing this together. And yep. he's like, okay, fine. So they get Leo over there. And then the whole mom thing, like he shoots her mom, mm-hmm. literally shoots her yep. in the fucking head. Yeah. And his dad is like, you can't do this. No one's going to believe you and all this kind of stuff. And uncle Leo's like, if you save me, I can tell you where the knife is that has your fingerprints and your mom's blood on it. So they do find that. Yeah. And that does save him. Um, or nobody has anything else yeah. on him anymore. And then he just kills his motherfuckers. Yeah. They're all dead. They're all dead. And the cops come and they buy it. Yeah. Like these kids have the story. Yeah. And they stick to it. And so I think it flashes forward a little bit, like just a couple, um, like a couple days later or whatever. And the cops are like still interrogating them yeah. and they're still not going away from their story, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I thought it was very clever. Um, so it's kind of making it like a case closed type situation. Yep. So they go home, like they fuck, they make these plans. She got into Stanford. She thinks he's going to come with her. She makes some cupcakes. She does. I did like that. So he got to like, yeah, really eat that. Yeah. Not out of the trash. Yeah. And it's just love. Like, yeah. even though it's covering up a murder, it's like all love yeah. and you know, whatever. But apparently we couldn't just be okay with that because she needed to devastate us because aspirin wakes up the next day to like this really sad 
like loving leather that Knox leaves her. Um, and he's just basically like, I can't be with you until I'm not crazy or a psychopath anymore. So go live your life and I'll find you when I'm ready. Yeah. And you're like, uh, she's like, I want you to be happy, but you can't be with guys. Right. Or something like that. Which I appreciate that she, the author wrote her like reading this note and then fast forward to her living her life. Like Mm -hmm. there wasn't like a full blown, like break down like oh my god he left me and I'm devastated and I just can't continue on she was like okay like I'm gonna go live my fucking life mm-hmm. so she did she graduates from Stanford yes this is like four years yeah she's four years college. and uh she's at like her graduation yeah like her ceremony and she up gets, walks. Well, she gets sad because, like, when people in front of her, their names are being called, like, their family stand yeah. up and clap and all that kind of stuff. And she's like, fuck, like, all my family's dead. Yeah. Like, no one's going to clap for me. But she kind of, like, you know, puts her big girl panties on. Mm-hmm. They call her name. And when she turns around, she sees him in, like, a uniform. So he went and enlisted in the military. Yeah. And he's, like, walking down the aisle. And, you know, it's like a whole, like, moment. Because she, like, runs. Yeah. I liked it. That's very She cute. runs to him. Yeah. And he immediately, he tells her, I love you. Yeah. And you know that he couldn't have said it in the mental. Right. Everything was going on with him yeah. and the way he was tortured as a child. Yeah. Um, all the horrible things that his father did to him his entire life. Yeah. And he was a good little boy. Yeah. And, and he did horrible things. Yeah. But he did it for them to keep them safe. Yeah. And the, so the, for the first thing for him to be able to say is I love you was like, he, he had to have those last four years yeah. to get his shit right yeah. so that he could say it and mean it. Yeah. I yeah. liked it. I, I just, I appreciated that they, neither of these characters I felt like acted like a little bitch at any moment in time. Right. Like they had their shit. They own their shit. They knew what they wanted. Granted, like he was a real asshole, but she also didn't take it. You know, she didn't take his shit. No. She's like, no, fuck you. Like, I'm not going to let you ruin my life. So I did appreciate that they had their four years. They got their lives together. They did what they said they were going to do. And now they came back together to, like, continue their life. Yeah. I, um, I love a good pretty bow I do too. at the end. Yeah, this is a standalone. Yeah. So this is your happily ever yep. after. Yeah. And I think you were wondering, like... How could you be, you know, because we're used to these bully type romances. Yeah. So you're used to the the main guy not being a good guy. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, I can't believe you're 18. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing all this yeah. shit. What kind of an, a fucking adult yeah. are you going to be? Um, but I I never, I you know, I have to wrap my head around the fact these you can't pretend these are high school people. Right, no. But they have the worst parents. Yeah. The shittiest fucking parents. Yeah. People that are supposed to be taking care of them. Yeah. It's awful. But I didn't care. When they all three, when they killed yep. them, I, I didn't, didn't give a fuck. No. I didn't care. I think that Trent was going to kill them all. I agree. If Knox didn't do it first. Yes. I think so. And I think that's why Knox, like, moved up the timeline so fast. Because he was like, no, she, like, she's in real danger. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I do love a good bully romance, but I tend to black out the whole high school thing Mm -hmm. i i believe it more college usually yeah um just because they're so young but i mean the book does 
like the first couple chapters do open with him being a bully at like a very young age. Mm-hmm. So nothing really changes yeah. between those times. I liked um, one of kind of like a standout scene for me is when I don't, I can't remember if they're fucking or not yet, but he goes into the strip club mm-hmm. and she does like a private dance. They're not fucking yet. Okay. So he goes into the room and she comes in and she's like, fuck, he's knows my yeah. secret. And he makes her dance. Yeah. Um, and you know, strip down and yeah. all this kind of stuff or whatever, but he also makes her like quit. She, yeah. He, she's not allowed to strip no. anymore. He just no. kind of sets that rule down and she, he, she was like, I don't do what you say. Blah, blah, blah. And you kind of don't fuck with me. I'll, I'll tell everyone your fucking secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That was a good scene. I liked it. Another scene too, that I, um, was really sad was she went into the closet of her room yeah and she was like hiding in there yeah and she was like feeling around on the wall and she like felt letters um and she thought they said like hate me Mm -hmm. uh but when she looked at it like with a light like later on it said help me and that room used to be knox's room he had said that in a previous conversation and so you know that he like wrote that in that closet like as a little boy, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It was so sad. Yeah. Because they do do the whole flashback to when his mom, mm-hmm. when Trent murdered his mom. Yeah. And I think it had something to do with fucking cupcakes. Yeah. Like it was his birthday mm-hmm. and she was waiting for Trent to leave so they could like go have a little yeah. secret cupcake yeah. type thing. And it never got to happen because Trent like found out. Yeah. And he just treats her like shit. But then, but he, the fact that he made his son stab yeah. her. It's terrible. Yeah, because he was like, cut her heart out. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I know. But Knox, like, as a main character, um, at first, I didn't know if I was going to like him mm-hmm. or not because Same. I was just like, oh, you killed your mom. Oh, you're a psycho. Right. Oh, you cut her ponytail off when she was like seven. Right. Like, all these horrible yeah. things, and everyone, you're just mean. Yeah. Like, what kind of character are you going to be? I was pleasantly surprised, especially when the sex started yeah. happening. And the plot line of, like, the missing girls was, like, the perfect, like, plot line for this book. Because it's just a standalone, so you have to get through the whole thing by yeah. the end of the book. It wasn't super, like, like web-weaving of, like, a bunch of crazy shit. It was just, like, a simplistic... Little crazy mm-hmm. plot line, but it worked for this book and for the characters. Yeah, there weren't a ton of side characters, which like I kind she, of appreciate sometimes. Yeah, she didn't really have like any friends. She had like her one friend who she used as like a cover for when she went and fucked Leo, and I believe her friend was also a stripper. Right. Um, and so the friend would like would help her when needed, uh, but they weren't like really really good friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like it just kind of made the book focus more on, like, the main characters without having a lot of side people. Well, I think, too, when you're going to have that murder mystery, yeah. too, and you've got multiple, like, so yep. serial killer, you don't, you've got to already now know these girls' names. Yep. Like, you don't want to keep adding yep. the extra. But yeah. The way it was written in school was really, yeah. was really good. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So this book, um, I mean, I've not read her, Ashley Jade, before. Yeah. Um, I'm going to. Yeah. We're going to look her up yeah. and, and see what else we've got going on there because this was this was a really great introduction yeah. to her bully series, yeah. so I really liked it. Me too. Awesome. We have next week. We do.
All right, we are reading another author we've never read before. Mm -hmm. We're going to read Sadie Kincaid. We're starting with book one of Chicago Ruthless, and it's called Dante. So, yeah. All right. All right. Have a great week. Bye. Hey, Smut Hive listeners. Just a quick reminder, don't forget to go onto our TikTok and Instagram page. Like, follow, do all the fun things. We also have a link in our Instagram bio that takes you to Spotify and Apple. Leave us a review.